Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, livestock friends, to this edition of Before the Bid. And on this podcast, uh, I talk to a lot of people that uh, are friends of mine or are newly friends of mine. And I am excited for this podcast because I have one of my best friends in the Angus business uh, on with me for this one. And a guy that I met quite a few years ago, uh, we went to the Angus Beef Leaders Institute together. And uh, uh, we need to talk about that, but if I can just give a little shout out. If, if you don't know what the Beef Leaders Institute is, you need to check that out. And, and uh, when they can get that back going, go on that or, or apply for that because that is where I met uh, the guy that I'm going to have on tonight and uh, you go out there and you're kind of strangers and and they put you in different rooms and I was lucky enough to get to room with this guy one night and we got to talking and and just uh, really hit it off and and just a guy that I enjoy talking to at all the Angus events and and we just uh, got to talk out at uh, Oklahoma City here just a couple weeks ago and so a guy that I just really enjoy I've actually even been to his place when we went to Nebraska to the uh, National Junior Show he said hey we're going up to see some cows and things tomorrow so do you want to go sure I jumped in with a couple other guys and went up and uh, really enjoyed my time and, and really enjoyed the guy that I'm going to have on for this podcast I'm going to have Dan Danny Poss on with us, and uh, Danny Poss, they have an annual bull sale, and this year it's going to be February 5th, 2021, and it is going to be at 1 o'clock at the Poss Ranch in Scotia, Nebraska, and so I am just excited to uh, get to visit with my friend Danny Poss, and uh, Danny, uh, you guys got some some calving going on, you've got some bull sale stuff getting ready for, and how's the, the weather and things out there treating you guys right now? Uh, as you're getting ready for all of this? Oh, the weather's been great, Andy. It's been a really warm December, and so far January's been really good. Right. It's been easy getting things ready. Good. Well, I hope uh, hope it continues uh, for you guys uh, that way. And, and Danny, uh, you know, why don't we give a little bit of a shout-out for, for the Beef Leaders Institute and, and when all this stuff gets started, straightened up and and hopefully they'll continue that and and be able to do that but that was that was where we met and uh man i just enjoyed enjoyed our time together absolutely that was a great program you and i got to meet each other there we probably never met each other if it wouldn't have been for that Mm -hmm. you know you meet a lot of good people from around the country and like you say you're able to network throughout the year or, or meet up at the angus convention or other shows or whatnot and it's it's a great way to meet people from all over the u.s right yeah and i remember aaron aaron stroman was on uh with us and um, i believe cody Quam was on that one and uh, that's been a year or two ago now hasn't it danny <laughs> it's been quite a while ago 
it, it's a great program. Right, absolutely a great program. So, uh, yeah, if, if there's any uh, young Angus enthusiasts out there, why look for that Beef Leaders Institute and and uh, go on that. So, uh, Danny, give us a little bit of a background. How did how did Poss Angus come about, and and what is your background in in the cattle industry and in the Angus industry? Well, Andy, I'm I'm a first generation Angus breeder. My dad and grandpa just had uh, commercial cattle and for some reason i just always had the passion and enthusiasm to uh, try registered angus cattle and i got a small start at a small scale and then i just kept increasing my herd size and i've went from selling just a couple bulls to over 200 bulls and so it's been a challenge but a rewarding process also what got you drawn to the angus cattle you know i like balanced trait kind of cattle that got the maternal genetics and feedlot performance and and i just always enjoyed the trying to uh, add value to cattle and i'm sure glad that i started with angus cattle because i wouldn't be where i am today if, if i hadn't and i just i uh, i like the the Cavanese and Turnal, I mean, the Angus cattle, you just you get it all. Mm-hmm. Right, and and you've you've absolutely uh, took it uh, to heart and and uh, been very strict about your your breeding program and your selection program, and and had a lot of success in the in the Angus world that that I want to get into uh, here in in just a little bit. Just some of the the great females and the great bulls that have come out of the POS program. Just uh, just happy for you and excited for you. And, and now, like you say, you've got 200 bulls offered in the sale, and, and you say there's, there's a few more running around there as well. You bet. We always sell quite a few on private treaty also, and so it works great. Well, Danny, you have got a lady behind you that I'm sure is a integral part of the success at Poss Angus. And, and if you would, kind of introduce the family and, and two boys, two girls, and, and you guys got a full plate there. Absolutely. My wife, Christy, she's a great part of this operation. She keeps up with book work, and she can do about anything, you know, that we ask her to. And I'm lucky to have her because I got four really good kids, Nolan, Nathan, and Neely, and Natalie. And uh, Nolan, he's here full time now with us, and it's great to have him. And he's very uh, passionate about the Angus breed. He's got a lot of knowledge, and not too many things that he doesn't know about the Angus cattle. Mm-hmm. And then Nathan, he's uh, at Fort Hayes State College in Kansas. He's a uh, on the radio team. He does team roping, and he uh, he's a header, and and he really enjoys that. And he likes to go to jackpot ropings, and has a good time. Mm-hmm. And then my girls, Neely, and Neely's a junior in high school, and when she was a freshman, she made it to four events in uh, track. Mm-hmm. And Natalie's a uh, freshman, and both girls are very active in sports and get really good grades. So proud of them. Right, that's great. And you said they've got uh, they've got their basketball. Uh, out here, it's a sectional, and, and what is it out there? You say they've got their tournaments coming up here in the next uh, little bit. Yep, conference, conference right. tournament starts tomorrow. Okay. So you got to be running to, to all of that while you're calving cows and getting bulls ready for the sale. You bet. <laughs> right. So got to uh, got to keep you busy doing something, right? 
absolutely. Right. Yeah, and, and Nolan, yeah, as you said, Nolan, he's he's um, knowledgeable about the Angus cattle, and he's starting to come to quite a few of the events with you. He's he's come to the national meeting with you a couple times, and, and we just saw him out in Oklahoma City. And, yeah, Nolan, he's a good guy, too, and, and uh, he kind of likes to socialize as well, doesn't he? Oh, he sure does. He he likes the Angus events. He likes the people that are there, and that's what he really enjoys. Yeah, and you can tell it when we when we get to talk to him and hang out with him and uh, meet him in several different rooms at some of those events, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a trip now. Uh, he's pretty fun. So, so Danny, you, you started your, your own Angus cattle. You told me just a little bit ago when, when you sold 12 to 15 bulls, you really thought you were doing something. And then you've grown it into uh, the, the big bull sale. And, and you started a, a female sale in the fall, right? We sure did. We had a first all-female sale this fall. That was It went really well. We'd sold donor cows and heifer calves and whatnot on our bull sale before. We'd been wanting to do this for some time, and we've gotten our numbers up enough now that we were able to. And Were you happy with the female sale? But why did you go ahead and, and move to an all-female sale? Oh, we had a big enough offering, so that was the main reason. And, and it November's a good time to have a all-female sale, so that way we were able to sell donor cows, bred heifers, heifer calves, pregnancies, and all that. Mm-hmm. And you've sold some pretty powerful females in, in those female sales, right? Yeah, we did. We we sold Maverick's mother, and she was the highlight of her sale, and then we sold a pregnancy out of Clarity in 6502, which is the mother of Rawhide. Mm-hmm. And then we sold a uh, full sister to Wrangler. He was our second high-selling bull last year. Mm-hmm. And then we we did we sold uh, Deadwood's mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you didn't hold anything back. It wasn't just oh we've got some extra got some extra females so we're going to have a sale. No, we we wanted to stack it with some elite genetics and and with our embryo program that we have now we, we were able to sell some really good donors and some really good young females and i was going to ask that you guys have have produced some some really high powerful bulls and things but do you do a lot of ai do you do a lot of et work do you let those bulls go out and and do their work how do you how do you go about that breeding program oh we we try to ai every cow and then we try to put quite a few embryos in Mm -hmm. and then we we try to run really good herd bulls on our females after AI, so. And I remember when we came out there during the National Junior Show, and I can't remember exactly what bull it was uh, that was running in, in one of those pastures, but uh, uh, he, no slouch whatsoever. Uh, big, big, nice, powerful bull, and, and one that I think you'd sold some semen and things on. Yeah, we, we try to buy good bulls and use the, use the semen and the bull, and that way we get bigger sire groups and get a good... Uh, selection of bulls from each sire group mm-hmm. you've got a big sire groups in the sale here that we're going to get to and and talking about those so do you go out and, and purchase a lot of bulls to bring in or, or do you like to use your own and go off of that and be all all pos breeding or, or what's your thoughts on that if we find a good bull we'll use him you know we mm-hmm. i like to uh, i'm a progressive breeder i like to keep you know each generation should be better than than the previous and we'll uh you know we we'll use some of our own bulls just 
you know, we're pretty confident. We know what the the cow behind the bull is, and it's all about making good females. My philosophy is is just make good females, and you know, the bulls will come. Mm-hmm. The females are your factory, and you know that's the most important thing to be proud of is is your females. And I stress, you know, good docility, great udders good feet and leg structure. I just like the total package and, and in it, we're a performance breeder. So we, I like performance and, but yet I, I don't want too much uh, frame or, or not enough. You know, I like kind of middle of the road frame that just, mm-hmm. that way you've got a really productive, efficient female. And we try to run our females like commercial cows. They graze corn stalks in the winter and, and we, we use a rotational grazing program also. So, we try to run more cows per acre and just keep up the cow efficiency and and you have some corn stalks because because you guys do uh some row crop there on the operation right we do andy we've we've got corn and, and a few beans and we produce all of our own feed and so we've we've got it all of our summer grass close by and then the cows we uh, move them into corn stalks and a lot of our cows are or have never been on a on a truck before. Oh wow, all movement, uh, just from place to place. Yeah, now you guys using horseback, four wheelers. Oh, no, we. What all you guys use? We use we use everything. Side by side, four wheelers, horses. We've got some pastures that are <laughs> too rough for four wheelers, so we we got to use horses too. And right, I remember uh, I remember taking that side by side through some of those uh, <laughs> some of those. It was like yeah. You're going to have to have a horse to, to get anything around out in here. Back back to the breeding just a bit. And and you talked about, about wanting udders and um, quality feet and legs and, and performance. What kind of numbers do you use or, or how hard do you try to use numbers on your breeding program? Oh, you know, I, I use the EPDs, but phenotype comes first. I got to have a good phenotype cattle that, that got a good look to them and Got good muscle and good rib shape and females that are feminine and nice fronted and got the structure and eye appeal. And then try to put the EPDs with it. And then that's how you've had uh, such quality bulls that, that have come out of there and, and been used uh, nationwide and worldwide through different semen programs and, and different AI programs. That's right. We've got uh, people in all areas of the u.s using our genetics and we've got people in uh brazil australia argentina and whatnot using semen from our bulls and canada if you would talk talk about some of those bulls that have that have come out of the pos program that uh that are nationwide and are worldwide used and, and you've had several of them be in different AI studs and things. So if you would, why don't you just uh, hit on some of those and, and tell us a little a little about those guys and and uh, some of the success that you guys have had. Sure. Total Impact was uh, purchased by Accelerated Genetics, and he was our first bull that went to an AI stud, and he ended up being uh, one time the number one dollar beef bull in the breed. and. So that was that was kind of cool, you know. Back then, it was when they were number one. It was for half the year. It wasn't just one week. And 
So he got a lot of recognition and right. And that bull, so he he produced large volumes of semen, so he got to use, be used in other countries also on a large scale. And then Element, he was a bull that Gen X ended up buying after he was sold as a yearling, but he was like a two or three year old Gen X bought him and. Marvel, he was purchased by Alta Genetics. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Achievement was ABS and Sits Angus. Mm-hmm. Our Maverick Bull was purchased by CMEX and Belvin Angus from Canada. Then our high seller last year was Rawhide. He was Maverick's son out of our 6502 cow. He went to ST Genetics. Mm-hmm. And he's he's getting used really hard. A lot of people using him. We're getting calves out of him already. So now going to going to ST is is he more of a of a heifer producer uh, kind of bull? Yeah, he's a heifer bull. Calves are they look really good. They're jet black and they definitely got the cavities and they got a good look to them already. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, starting starting on your own and being in. Uh, what we decide your your first sale was in '99, and and so uh, just uh, excelling and and doing a nice job. And others can tell you are you you're very careful about about your breeding program and and what you do and and what you offer. Oh, absolutely. I I spend a lot of time on the bulls, selecting bulls that I want to use, and I want to keep moving forward and making genetic progress. So I'm critical about a lot of little things if if the bull won't doesn't come from a good mother or proven cow family and then i move on and keep searching mm-hmm. yeah and there, there's one bull you didn't talk much about and and we can talk about him and, and we can kind of get into this bull sale uh, a bit and, and go through the catalog the the catalog is at uh, com. where else can they find that catalog danny they can find it on our website com. Okay. And uh, I'm sure you can still mail them out uh, uh, when this gets out. Why, there'll still be some time to, to get a few catalogs mailed out if they need to. So all they need to do is, is get a hold of you guys and, and get those out, right? Yep. We can get you a catalog. Okay. Yeah, and you guys are uh, on the sale. You're working with Chris Earl, Chris Earl Marketing, uh, to get things going and, and get everything organized and and Chris uh, being a consultant and things, right? Yep. And the videos will be on DV Auction and Superior. Okay, so they can bid through that and, and see those pre-sale. And, or if you're listening and not watching the podcast video, why you can go back and watch the podcast video. Uh, yep. Chris and, and uh, Danny and those guys are going to get us the video, and, and so we'll get that put together for you as well. So. Well, Danny, let's uh, tell them when this bull sale is again. The bull sale is February 5th, uh, and it's at 1 o'clock at the ranch in Scotia, Nebraska. Be there for that. That's on a Friday afternoon. And, Danny, tell us about this Maverick bull. You just kind of – you kind of hit on him, but but tell us about him, and and then you can kind of roll – start rolling through this book a little bit. Oh, we've had a lot of good uh, Maverick sons, and they're – they're consistent, and the females have been really good. We we had the high-selling heifer last year out of Denver, which was a Maverick heifer. This year, we we got a fall bull. He's a Maverick son of an Easy Impact daughter. 
and we we really like the looks of him, you know, at weaning, and we uh, like his performance and his eye appeal. He's really cool fronted. He's deep chested and got a lot of rib shape and a lot of width through his heart girth all the way through his flank and rear quarter, and he's got the right amount of muscle and power, and he's you know the highest performing son of the fall calves, and and uh, we turned in his DNA and. Wow, it was it was lights out. He did everything right. Mm-hmm. Cavities and growth and carcass, big scrotal. He's just ideal melt, and he kind of just does it all. Mm-hmm. Now, how did he get the name? How did he get his name? Well, we <laughs> there's a casino Deadwood, South Dakota, and I don't know we. Thought that was a pretty deadly name, and we liked it, so that's, we went forward with it. So, right. And if you didn't, if you hadn't figured it out, we are talking about the lot one bull uh, in the sale, Poss Deadwood. And uh, I heard uh, a lot about him out at Oklahoma City, and it, it sounds like you've really you you've got to get somebody else to answer the phone because everybody's wanting semen on this bull already, right? Yeah, I think we're. We're up to like four thousand units sold. Yeah, and this is even before before the sale. Yeah. Now, are you going to keep some of him? Are you gonna? Uh, what's what's the deal on on that? We're going to sell hundred percent of every bull in the offering. Mm-hmm. In full possession. So. Okay, you're not going to keep any semen interest on him, or any. Well, other? we'll we'll keep uh, some in herd use. Seeming okay. interest. Okay. Okay. Wow. What an opportunity uh, these guys have on this the wholesale, um, and and especially this this Poss Deadwood uh, Maverick son as as the lot number one. We're excited. We we've, we've had a lot of interest in him. We've had I've had many people call and wanting semen, and so it'll be it'll be a fun day to see what happens mm-hmm. where he goes how many new owners he has. And we have used him in our, we uh, pinbred some fall heifers and fall cows to him. And the bull is, has very, very high libido. He's he's extremely good on his libido. And Yeah, that's good. And then uh, just to kind of, to keep rolling through this catalog, and, and when you look at the catalog and you flip through the catalog, you guys have a lot of sire groups that, that you're going to be selling uh, through this sale. Yeah, there's there's a good selection. We try to keep you know enough sire groups that keep our repeat customers coming back. That way, they've always got some new genetics that they can move on forward with, and helps with their uh, different genetics that they might need. Try to offer a good selection of cavities bulls, and then some good power growth bulls. And and you guys out there, I mean, with the with the number of cows that these guys have to cover. Uh, you guys find that that they really like those half brothers uh, to turn those out, don't you? Oh, absolutely. We got guys that they like to even buy whole brothers and turn out you know whole sire group of bulls. And I've got guys that they like to buy just one sire group, maybe over a two year period, and then move on to a different different sire. All right. 
Well, Danny, why don't you? I'll just kind of turn you loose, and and why don't you just kind of roll through the the catalog here and and tell us about these sire groups, and and tell us about a couple bulls in in the sire groups and things, and highlight some of those, and uh, I'll just kind of kind of turn you loose to uh, tell these guys about them. All right, Andy. Well, the the Mavericks are our uh, favorite sire group again. Not only our favorite with being Deadwood, but there's a really uh, solid set of, of bulls again out of him. There's uh, the lot three. He's a he's a full brother to uh, our Poss Wrangler bull that we that uh, altered genetics bought last year. And that bull he was extremely thick and powerful, but yet really athletic and excellent dis- disposition. And so that's uh, a good one. That lot three, and then uh, we got a nice flush of uh, mavericks out of that 528 cow and she's the mother of citadel mm-hmm. there's uh, a lot four he's really uh eye appealing he's thick and powerful and deep and he's clean made and he's he's uh good in his lines he's real attractive bull and he's a 10 on cd 0.1 birth to 133 mm-hmm. yearlings wow Right under three hundred dollars C. Right. There's uh lot eight. He's one of my favorites. He's out of a really good element daughter. Those element daughters make phenomenal females. They shed out real early in the spring. They they've they've got really good fertility. They're excellent feet and leg structure. Perfect daughters. They melt good. Got little teats and they're they make really good females. This bull he's He's a low birth weight. He's a point nine on birth, six C D, eighty three weaning, hundred and forty seven yearling. He'll make somebody some really good females and there's a good selection of Maverick sons. Mm-hmm. There's about eighteen of them. Right. Then our right. then our lot nineteen bull, he's a confidence plus out of Rawhide's mother. Really, really good bull. There's a lot of a lot of meat and muscle in him. He's nice fronted. He's pretty hard to fault. Then there's uh, lot twenty. He's a he's a confidence plus out of Maverick's mother. So he mm-hmm. makes good cavities bull. Mm-hmm. He'll work for purebred breeders or commercial guys. Then uh, lot twenty one bull. He's a he's a confidence plus out of our six forty eight cow, which is the mother of Wrangler. That's a Real interesting uh, combination of confidence plus and and then our 648 cow. She's she's pretty well outcrossed in most Angus females here in the industry today. So that leaves a lot of mating flexibility. Mm-hmm. And then uh, go on with uh, no doubts. We've got a really good set of no doubt sons. Uh, the lot 25 and 26 and 27 are. Plush Brothers, out of no doubt, and then our 410 cow. She, she's a picture-perfect female. Just really feminine and really broody and just powerful made. And when everybody would come to look at females, they'd, everybody found her. Right, picture of her there in the catalog as well, so check her out, yeah. Yeah. Then there's, uh, there's some more no doubts out of 528 and 648. There's a lot 30. He's a a no doubt son that's a 10 on CD, 
and he's just he's an out of an element daughter and he's just full of muscle. He's he's pretty cool. He's got a lot of shape and muscle, but yet he's he's really smooth made and got a nice Angus head on him and good feet and legs. Mm-hmm. Then probably one of the most powerful set of bulls is the lot thirty one through thirty four. And there are no doubts out of fifty one sixty three, which is the mother of of Maverick, and those bulls are three of them are over three hundred on dollar C, and and they're you know thirty one. He's a ninety three hundred sixty one year old one point five scrotal. Wow, well you can go to a lot of bull sales in the country and go through the whole book and not find this as powerful bread as. And we're on what the lot thirty so. Uh, just a just a powerful set of, of uh, genetics here. I I think we've only got I think maybe two bulls in the offering that are under a hundred on yearling. Mm-hmm. We we just keep sorting sorting the bulls and these are these are the top end. So mm-hmm. we've got another set of uh, no doubts out of our. Lot 35 to 37 are no doubts out of 6502, which is Rawhide's mother. That's that's a pretty good, interesting flesh. Mm-hmm. Those bulls are—they've got the cool front end, and they've got the power and the muscle. So those bulls will be interesting where they go. And then there's another flush out of uh, lot 39 to 41, or out of the 705 cow that was in our sale. She went to Bernice Coleman in South Carolina. And those bulls are for no doubt sons. They've got some cavities. The one lot forty is a nine C D to hundred and thirty six year old and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He's got a good look to him. Sure does, yes. And we got a good big set of blackout bulls. Those those have been a interesting size group and that's a interesting Sire's group to uh, look through the 47 bull. He he reads really well. He's he's a big, stout, powerful fall bull. And, and then uh, about 48 is a blackout out of uh, Rawhide's mother, 6502. His mm-hmm. flesh sisters are are really good. They're they're some of the, the best females that we have as as a heifer calves in that sire mm-hmm. group or as in that whole contemporary group. Then the lot 49 is, is a blackout out of uh, Achievements, brother. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's very interesting. He he reads well. He'll be he'll make some good females, and he'll have an interesting story down the road. Mm-hmm. Then there's a, there's a flush of uh, blackouts out of 648 cow, lot 51 through 53. Those are all three really good bulls. Mm-hmm. The the flush there's there's like three flush sisters to them bulls and they they're flat out really good. That mm-hmm. that was a good cross. And that, those be a lot of mating flexibility with them bulls. They're not related to too much in this breed really. Mm-hmm. Then we got a really good set of Reno sons. The sixty eight bull, he's a Reno. Out of our 648 cow, which is uh, Wrangler's mother, mm-hmm. 
he reads really well. He uh, is 8 CD, 1.0 birth, 90 weaning, 149 yearling. And then he's like a $284 seed. But this bull, is he's long and deep, and he's cool-fronted, and he removes out really extremely well. He's clean sheep, got a good set of testicles on him, and there's a lot of depth of quarter. And he's a, he's a very interesting bull. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be a bull that we'll probably use on our on our heifers we'll AI to get some semen on and mm-hmm. move on with him. Okay. We got uh lot seventy one through seventy four. Those are Reno's out of uh Maverick Mother. It's a really mm-hmm. good set of bulls. The seventy four bull he's he's eighty five on weaning, hundred and fifty three year on eight C D so he he's got a good number package. He's over three hundred dollars C so mm-hmm. he'll find a good home. Mm-hmm. Then we got another uh lot seventy five. He's a Reno out of sixty five oh two, which is Rawhide's mother. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool also. He's got a good look to him and he's deep bodied and he's pretty powerful made. Yeah, he sure does have a look to him. I got a nice picture of him there at the top of the page, and yeah, good looking deal. The seventy six bull, he's out of our black cap fifty one ninety four cow. He uh, he's got a lot of growth in him. He he weaned off really well, and he's a ninety on weaning, one hundred sixty five yearling. And then uh, lot seventy nine and eighty are our flex brothers out of. Uh, 4058 cow, which is a really powerful element daughter. And 80 bull, he's, he's a cow bull, but he's, he's 93 weaning, 160 yearling. Mm-hmm. Then there's another flush of uh, Reno's out of 5507, which is an easy impact daughter. Those are just cavities, and they've got a lot of growth to them. So. Then we, uh, we've got a big flush of of uh long range bulls mm-hmm. eighty uh, eighty three through ninety one are long range out of out of uh Citadel's mother. My favorites are probably eighty three and eighty five. Mm-hmm. They're powerful and they've got a good look to them. They kinda they're hard to fault. Mm-hmm. We got a really good set of compass bulls again. There's uh Lot 106 through 109, they are uh, compass out of Easy Impact's full sister, and they read really well. The 108, he's he's a fall bull. He's super powerful. He's like 98 on weaning and 154 yearling, so he's got a lot of growth to him. He's $313 C, so he's big, long-hipped, and powerful. The compass females are are making extremely good females. Mm-hmm. They're smooth made, feminine, and got real attractive udders. They melt good. They just make really good all around females. You would say if if some of these guys are after some females, they may want to look at these compass sons. Absolutely. And you got a slew of them. Yeah, there's there's a good selection of them. Then uh, the next five group is the Achievements. We've been really pleased with them. They 
they've got the cavities and you know after about a week or two they just don't look like cavities they they've got a little more bone and muscle and mass and they're they're pretty cool mm-hmm. how they they come out light but they really grow mm-hmm. and then the achievement daughters are making good females mm-hmm. they're deep bodied and easy keeping and they're pretty fault free then we've uh We've got some Keneally Fortune bulls. They've they're big, stout, soggy made, and they've got got a good look to them. They've got the weaning and yearling performance, and they've done a good job of keeping the birth weight down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then uh, probably the last sire group is the got a few amplifies. They're they are uh, they're big, long bodied, and They've got a lot of growth to them. I mean, we've got a few uh, HA value added, and then uh, we've got a few uh, SAV revives, and got a few teddies, and and a few kernels. Mm-hmm. Not very many, but then we've we've got a couple uh, marvels, and then there's a there's a jet black and a alternative, and then we got a nice set of two year olds. Mm-hmm. We run some of the younger bulls over and make make into two year olds and guys in the sand hills. They really love them. They they're ready to cover a lot of cows and some big pastures. So right, yeah. And, and going through these two year olds and when we were talking earlier, tell us about this. Uh, uh, my I guess my pick that I that I caught flipping through there the one eighty seven bull. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good bull. He's uh he's a compass son. He's out of a black granite daughter. It goes back to our 186 cow. That cow went 10 years getting bred by first cycle of AI. So, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Fertile. So we like that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So we 200 bulls, uh, potentially 200 bulls to sell in this sale. Yeah, and and, and some diversity, but yet diversity with quality and, and it just kind of depends on on what a guy might want right absolutely there's there's some bigger sire groups and guys can uh get a hold of full brothers or half brothers and we've uh dna tested the bulls so the ebds should be pretty accurate the parentage is, is correct and so mm-hmm. that way guys can buy with confidence Right, right. Buy with that's what I was just thinking. Buy, buy with confidence. Bid with confidence, and and take them home and and be confident uh, about them. And and uh, you'll stand behind them. And, yep, we stand behind them. Right. And and if you haven't uh, haven't got the chance to to work with Danny Poss uh, or or meet Danny Poss, you are missing out. You need to do that and and meet Danny. And you know there there's guys that uh, there's guys that have that have this quality of cattle and, and this quality of sales and things that that wouldn't be as easy to talk to maybe uh, as what Danny Poss is. And, and that's one of the things that, that I really enjoy about you, Danny. Uh, you know, here, here I was a, you know, here, here I was a nobody and still am a nobody. And, and when we got together and roomed and that sort of thing, why, um, you know, just, uh, just treated me like anybody else. And uh, I know, I know I really appreciated that and, and still do and and look up to you uh for that and and uh your breeding program that you have 
Well, Andy, I appreciate you uh, getting to know you, and it's been a good pleasure to work with you. And yeah, and I, I appreciate that. So, yeah, enjoy enjoy seeing you, and uh, just got to see you there for a little bit out of out of Oklahoma City. And what was your thoughts on Oklahoma City? I thought it went really well. There's a lot of cattle and a lot of people, and mm-hmm. everybody seemed to enjoy the time there. Excellent place to have it. Facility was awesome. Did you guys have any cattle in sales out there? We did not. We okay. We had the female sale, and I wish we would have put some on down there. And planning uh, after you get the bull sale and, and all that stuff wrapped up, planning a female sale again for this next fall. Not sure how we're going to go about it. So okay, I know we've got a lot of females yet, so. I'm sure we'll make something happen. Right. Okay. Um, what about, uh, do you guys do any any volume buyers or deliveries or anything like that? We sure do. We offer volume discounts starting at three bulls, 3%, mm-hmm. increasing 1% each additional bull up to 10 bulls. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're offering... Uh, free nationwide delivery to central location points so Mm -hmm. that's that's a a great thing to get in on try to take care of our customers after the sale the best we can right well that's great oh also we're having a producer meeting on thursday night at 6 Mm -hmm. p.m with and paul dykstra from uh certified angus beef is going to talk so if okay. anybody's in the area or they come the night before, they're welcome. We'll have Indian tacos, and then we'll listen to Paul. What What's an Indian taco, Danny? It's like fried dough, and then you put taco meat and, and then all of your lettuce and <laughs> cheese and tomatoes and sour cream, and <laughs> it's really good. Okay. We've been doing... I- We've been doing that the night before, and it's been a good success. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I don't know that I've ever had an Indian taco. So, well, you just have to come. Well, I would love to, believe me. Um, we have we have sectional basketball that week, so uh, I'll be a little bit busy on the radio and things for that. So, But uh, we will be out this summer. Uh, if, if everything goes as planned, uh, we, we will be out this summer for the National Junior Angus Show and we will be a Poss Angus as well, I believe. That's great. Anybody else wants to come look at uh, good Angus cattle, we'd sure enjoy having you. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, good hosts, and we'll just make sure we got enough fuel for the side by side this time, so we don't have to uh, we don't have to worry about that, right? You bet. <laughs> we're out in the middle guys we're out in the middle of what seems to be we're out in the middle of nowhere and uh danny looks at one of the boys and he says uh did you remember to put fuel in this thing (laughs) (laughs) we made it though (laughs) we did make it we did make it but uh i kind of thought holy cow it's 100 degrees and we're gonna be stranded out here in the middle of nowhere so the roads were muddy and we had that was our only way of transportation (laughs) right right that was uh that was sure fun visit and and very interesting and danny i i appreciate you getting hooked up to do this and 
and uh, want to wish you luck on the sale again the sale friday february 5th uh the the sale starts at one o'clock but don't miss the festivities as he said on thursday night cattle will be available producer meeting uh nine o'clock in the morning on friday cattle will be available a cab meal there at noon and uh with the sale starting at one o'clock right danny yep and then we'll have uh prime rib afterwards so oh, oh my right after the sale oh my Maybe if we get beat on Wednesday, I'll just fly out there on Thursday. How's that sound? There you go. We'll pick you up. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. Uh, Danny, uh, It's it's been a pleasure. Appreciate you getting on here and just uh, appreciate all the things that, that you do and, and all the success that you have. Well, thank you, Andy. I appreciate everything that you've done. All right. Well, again, guys, Paz Angus Bull, uh, Scotia, Nebraska, Friday, February 5th at 1 o'clock. And you can also see it, DV Auctions, Superior Auctions. Uh, don't miss it. And uh, if you need to get a hold of Danny or anybody, uh, you can go to PazAngus.com. They're also they're all on Facebook, so you can go to Paz Angus on Facebook uh, and get any of that information. And uh, so, uh, again, get a hold of Danny. And also, we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.